Welcome to the Road to Ironman 2020, Becoming a Better Me. This is the six-month journey of three novices, Gerard, Christine and Renzo, taking on what is arguably one of the toughest endurance races of all time. Full Ironman takes place in Port Elizabeth on the 29th of March 2020. The distances covered are 3.8 km swim, in the sea, a 180-kilometer bike ride, and a 42-kilometer run. And you can follow our journey on this podcast series, and of course you can follow us individually on our social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy this episode. So welcome to our first episode. We are super excited to be spending time with all of you and engaging with you. My name is Christine. Um, I've been nominated by the two men in the on the road to Iron Man to start off and kick off our first episode. Woman power. <laughs> um, <laughs> my name is Christine, like I said, and um, I live in Cape Town in South Africa. I grew up in Peter Maritzburg, um, lived in Durban and Belito, and lived for a long time in Johannesburg. And I finally settled here in the beautiful Western Cape in the Winelands area. I am a the co-founder of For the Long Run, an NPO in Fasantikral, and I have my own sports and nutrition consultancy called Soul Buddies. I'm a running coach and sports nutrition specialist. My active journey started about 10 years ago um, when I was 30. I'm 40 now um, and decided to take my life literally to a whole new level. I began my, yeah, like I said, my active journey started 10 years ago when I started running, stopped smoking and decided to do Comrades Marathon. I spent three years running, running Comrades and running ultra endurance events and then got involved in triathlons in 2013. I fell in love completely and was totally hooked. After three years of running and being injured all the time, the change over to triathlon was actually really um it was very enjoyable i found i wasn't as injured as much um i think because of the different types of training that i was doing and i've i've always been someone that is not naturally gifted at all three disciplines i think like a lot of people um my strength is swimming um it became swimming and running but cycling has always been my my weak point so it's something i always have to work on in 2014, I was selected for the Gauteng Olympic Distance team to go to SA Champs. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that journey. The Olympic Distance events are much shorter. So it's a one and a half K swim, a 40K bike and a 10K run. And that really boosted my confidence level. So I decided to start taking on some 70.3 distance events. And then I entered Ironman, full Ironman in 2015. Um, but unfortunately, two weeks before the event, I needed to pull out because of an injury um, that set me back for four months. So for me now, it's uh, I started my journey probably nearly five years ago almost on my road to Ironman. And I had a setback and I had to overcome an obstacle and rehabilitate from the injury. And I never entered again. I think part of me was scared to take part in the journey again and then be disappointed. So for me, a big part of my journey now, and the reason why I'm wanting to do this now is because I truly believe that all our potential lies on the other side of fear. 
And if we can conquer our fears and work through the scary stuff, I truly believe that we will come out on the other side a different person um, and a more confident person. And what we can achieve on the other side of that fear, I think will change our lives. So for me, I'm really very, very excited to be part of this again. Um, I took two years off um, and did bodybuilding and CrossFit in the process. So my body, I think, is much stronger than it was before. So I'm holding thumbs, hoping for no injuries this time around. Um, and if they are, I think my body and my mind will be strong enough to actually overcome those. Um, so I will definitely be on the start line on the 29th of March, 2020. That's my story. Over to Gerard. He's got a, a unique and different one as well. Awesome. Thanks, Christine, for breaking the ice. It makes it easier for us men around the table. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Yeah. Uh, my, my name is Gerard Leroux. I'm 35 years old. Um, I've got two beautiful children. Um, yeah, my, you know, my journey of an active lifestyle, if you can call it that in terms of uh, doing it permanently or, or more actively, started about probably about three years ago, a little bit less than three years ago, I decided to take on my first marathon. Um, it was only a bucket list item, uh, part of a lot of other things, which wasn't really active related, but uh, um, the reason was I went through a divorce and um, yeah, you know, when you go through tough stuff in life, um, you're almost like forced to look and try and get new perspective on the meaning of life and you go through that whole philosophical stage, which is good. It's good to reflect um, and I knew that I needed to make a change to just obviously be a better person and, and be a, a good example for my children. And out of all of the items on my bucket list, um, I didn't know, but at that stage, um, or a couple of years later, running would have been the mechanism that unlocked everything that I ever wanted. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm very glad until today that I made that decision. It was tough because I don't have a history of running, uh, not even in my family. Uh, before uh, my first marathon, the furthest I ran was a 21K back in the Navy after I left school. So I've always been semi-active, like going to the gym, and I've never had a weight problem, etc. So at least I had that to my benefit. But uh, yeah, anybody that has ran their first marathon knows that it's it's not an easy, easy task ahead of you. And um, yeah, by I want to say by mistake or by ignorance, um, by by not doing my research correctly, um, the marathon I. I chose was the Neisner Marathon, which obviously if you take elevation into account, it's not the, the easiest marathon to do in your first one. But you know what? Um, looking back, maybe that's also something that made me stronger. And as I crossed the finish line, okay, when I'm lying, three days after crossing the finish line, I started to think, yes, you know what, that wasn't that bad. Um, the, the, I don't know, the emotions that flood over me when I passed that, that finish line and got the medal and people cheering for me that I didn't even know about, it, it ignited and excited this feeling inside me that, yes, you know what, actually you are capable of more than what you think. And all of the negative comments and um, negative looks that you've, you've received in your life, um, that doesn't mean jack squat. It means all that matters is what you do with your life and what you decide how you want to change it. And that, that's where I think really my journey of becoming a better person started and uh, I was looking for a new challenge um, the type of person I am just to do another marathon wouldn't cut it so I decided okay let me jump to the next highest spot which is uh, comrades um, which is something I've never even thought of but um, 
running more than twice the distance of a marathon was uh, sounded like a great idea so if i want to find an, another version of myself it's definitely on the other side of the comrades finish line and yeah i started to train for that um and i must admit although i became better and ran fast and felt stronger um, the running helped me in other aspects of my life it made me surround myself with better quality people people that can uplift me that can improve my average um, it made me concentrate at work more. It made me um, be less um, short fused with the children, etc. So all of a sudden, the running <laughs> opened up a lot of other benefits in my life, and and I think that's what I'm addicted to. And um, unfortunately, like with everything in life, good or bad, um, if you want to get better at it, um, you need to keep momentum. Um, and I believe that with every task or every race or every adventure that you take on it unlocks a, a different part uh, of of yourself you you just it's like you find another update of yourself out there and once you get over that obstacle um, it infuses with your current um, operating system and you, you just one version better than what you were the previous uh, race and um, yeah um, after doing comrades um, i decided you know what comrades is great and i want to keep on doing it but it's time for the next uh, adventure that's going to unlock another version and after chatting to a couple of people, Ironman was something that uh, I must admit, maybe secretly I was dreaming about. And it wasn't that I was scared to take it on. It was more budget constraint um, than anything else. And you know what? I, I trusted in God and just said, you know what? I want to do this. You will make it happen. And yeah, amazingly, a lot of doors opened up with, with people around me just seeing the passion in me and believing in me. And, and it's gotten me to this point where... We're six months out, um, I've met the love of my life, um, who broke the ice for us and meeting amazing people like Renzo um, and it's just um, this awesome journey and I'm looking forward to sharing this with you guys and and crossing that finish line and hopefully everybody can then meet um, Gerard version 6.23 or wherever we are at this stage. Um, but yeah, looking forward to sharing it with you guys and um, Renzo, over to you. Oh, thanks Gerard. I'm just sitting here listening to you thinking it'll be Gerard version Iron Man. You are an Iron Man. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. I mean, how do I come in after the two of you? Uh, what inspiring stories. So, uh, my name is Rienzo Coppo. I, I currently live in Durban in South Africa. I grew up and, and lived most of my life in, in, in Johannesburg. And I, I was surrounded by sport a lot of my life. My family were not sporty, but, but I went to a good school that had a very strong sport code. And, and so I participated in sport at school. But I was always that fat kid. I was always that kid who, who was, you know, kind of the last guy picked for the, the soccer team in, in, in PE or, or swimming or whatever it was. And, uh, and, and I started to believe that I, I was mediocre at best and that I would never really amount to anything. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's what I grew up with. And, and it's interesting because where I am now is I, I, I run a business. I have my own business. I, um, I'm a business coach and, and I work with athletes as well in, in the coaching space in, in terms of a performance mindset, because it's exactly what you're speaking to. Gerard. It's, it's like, there's, there's the me that is me now, but there's always that next level of potential available to me. Yeah. 
And once I saw that in myself and I started to unlock that, that became so inspiring for me. And it became it became wonderful. But it, it, it hasn't been a lifelong journey. It's happened in my recent past where – so I have two sons. I have a 26-year-old son and, uh, and, and a 10-year-old son. I'm 46. And, uh, and about six years ago, my, my youngest son was – he was, um, we were playing and he said to me, put me on your shoulders, dad, which I'd always done. And, and I tried to lift him up and he was, he was too heavy. He was getting heavy. So I said, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I can't put you on my shoulders anymore. You're getting too big. And that was painful for me and it was painful for him. And, uh, and it was something that I wasn't happy with. And when I, when I took stock, I realized that I really was kind of middle-aged, overweight, losing control of my health and, and something needed to change. And, um, and I was chatting to a very good friend of mine and, and we kind of put a challenge in place. We said, well, let's do a half Ironman together because who the hell runs a full marathon after they've ridden 180 kilometers on a bicycle and before that swam 3.8 kilometers. That's insanity. But let's do a half, a half Ironman and, and that's a hell of an achievement. So we said, okay, we're going to do that. And so I started running and training for that and, uh, with no program, I just kind of started doing my thing. And, and because I'd been leading a sedentary lifestyle and, and because I was unfit and because I was overweight, that was tough on my body and I wasn't strong. My oldest son is a CrossFit coach. And he said to me, well, you got to build your muscle strength up. So I come to CrossFit. So I, I parked Ironman or, or, or the half Ironman and I, and I went and I started doing CrossFit. And that, that was six years ago. So in, in 2012, I started doing a bit of CrossFit and then that became an obsession. And suddenly I forgot about my half Ironman and, and I lost four and a half years to CrossFit. And, uh, and I disappeared down that rabbit hole into that cult. And, and, I, and I still have one foot in that door, I have to say as a disclaimer. But, <laughs> but about a year and a half ago, I realized, okay, so the CrossFit has done what it needed to. I was, I was stronger. I'd lost a lot of weight. I was healthier. I could pick my little guy up and put him on my shoulders. And, uh, and, and I still do. And, uh, and he's nearly 11 now. So, so you know, I mean, uh, and, and I, so I, I regained that part of my life and, and it was time to do the, the half Ironman. So I, I registered and I did the Durban half Ironman in June this year. And, and, and I trained for a year to get up to that. And it was amazing that the process that I went through because it hurt like hell doing that half Ironman because I had not run further than 12 kilometers before, two weeks before half Ironman sure. in June. Uh, I had not. So I'd, in my whole life, I'd never run that far. And then even in my training, I was struggling with hamstring injuries and ITB issues and all kinds of things. And, and I was doing my own training program and I was trying to find some nutrition. And that's how I met Christine. And, <laughs> and uh, I was trying to cobble together my whole kind of idea um, of how to get there. And then two weeks before half Ironman, I said, I've got to run a half marathon and at least know what I'm in for, kind of. Yeah. And, I, and then I eventually cracked one out. And, and then I did half Ironman and I finished on the target time. And I was so excited by that. But what was amazing is that halfway through that half Ironman, I'll never forget riding on my bicycle thinking, holy guacamole. <laughs> this is a half Ironman. <laughs> I can't imagine doing a full Ironman. <laughs> so my headspace was just, this is insanity. And, and I got off and I, and, and, I, and I completed the race and I was so in the euphoria of it, 
but it took also about three or four days for, for all of the, the, the mist to clear out of my eyes and the joy of the medal for reality to sink in. And then I realized, you know what? So what's the stretch? Yeah. If I say I can't do a marathon, I, in my life, I, I said to myself, I'll never run a marathon. Who the hell runs marathons? They're insane. They're stupid. And, and, and never mind comrades. So the two, <laughs> there are aliens in my book. And, 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 and now I'm looking at a, at a full Ironman and I can't wait to do it. And, and, and I'm training hard and, and, and I've changed up the way I'm training and I've got a coach and, and, uh, and that's working for me. And, and by the way, I found out that under certain circumstances, your Ironman qualify, if you finish an Ironman, that qualifies you to do comrades. So exactly. Now thinking, oh, I was going to say. <laughs> a week ago, a friend of mine ran the Carcluth 100 mile, it's a 100 mile trail run, and he asked me to do a pace for him. I mean, and, and that's the thing. When I was growing up, I, I had resigned myself to, I'm not a runner, I don't have the build of a runner. Now, you know, Christine, you say that, that you know, in terms of three disciplines where you fitted in, I always believed, okay, cycling is my strong point, and I'm an okay swimmer, and I'm a terrible runner. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm a very average swimmer. I figured out that I'm quite a mediocre cyclist, but there's potential there. <laughs> and I'm actually pretty good at running. And I love running. It's so awesome. So this guy, he says, come and, come and pace me. And, and I went and I did it. And, and I ran 21Ks with him, a 21K trail run with him yes. last weekend. And it was fantastic running through the night. And oh, it was beautiful. So, so yes, these things are now firmly on my radar. And, uh, and, and this is an exciting journey. Yeah, and I think uh, what I'm excited about, especially for the listeners, is that we want this to be an organic series. This is Free Novice's journey, and we want to be honest with you guys. Um, there's a lot of training that still needs to happen. Um, so oh. the topics that we are going to chat about is anything from nutrition to gear to um, bloopers, uh, mistakes that we've made, successes that we've made, experiences, and maybe we'll throw in a couple of quite important individuals as well to interview in terms of people that's done uh, Ironman, maybe some coaches, etc. that can give advice. Um, so there's not really a structure to this. We want to keep it um, natural. Um, so if any of you guys listen to it and you want to have a, a series or, a, sorry, an episode on something specific, reach out to us and, and we will definitely chat amongst the three of us and get something together. And I'm sure just listening to the three of us now, I realized how A-type personality we all are <laughs> and how many obsessive compulsive disorder kind of type of characteristics we've got. And I think, I think so many people that attempt or take on triathlons and never mind Ironman but triathlons are generally very organized people with that want for the stretch that you mentioned um, and that want to dig deep and actually as much as we feel we hate it that pain cave is somewhere that we like going because it does force us to grow and change and um, blossom into where all our potential actually lies so I think I mean, taking on three disciplines is a very, requires quite a lot of planning. So we're six months out now at the moment until um, Ironman. Actually, I think tomorrow is six months because yeah, yeah. it's the 29th of September tomorrow. Yeah. 
Um, so it's six months to go. So October's um, for me is a month where I'm going to spend a lot of my time progressing on uh, upping my mileage um, on the bike and on the run. Um, I've set some goals for myself for the end of October. Um, I'm currently fairly comfortable on about a 50 kilometer bike, bike ride at the moment. Um, one of the demons in my head that I'm fighting with is that sort of three years ago, I was able to very, or well, four years ago, very happy, happy and very comfortable smashing out like 160 kilometer bike rides with the club that I was part of at Edenville. And now I've kind of had to start um, from the beginning again after a break and some time off. But so I'm working, my goal is for October is to work on my bike and to get my run up to about 15Ks by the end of October. So I'm very comfortable running at about 90 minutes. Um, and yeah, I've also, I'm doing my first sprint triathlon back um, at the Cape Ultra event. So I'm looking forward to redlining that and really giving it my best shot. It's almost a test of, of where I am um, to build on going forward into November and December. I don't know, where, where are you guys? What are your plans and what are your some of your October goals? Yeah, so it's interesting because, and, and this is what I love about, about just to take one step back, what I love about the way we're bringing the series together is it's really because we're novices, you know, we're just figuring this out. So we, we're, we're coming with three different training programs with, with the same goal of finishing Ironman Port Elizabeth 2020. But our approaches are going to be in some places very aligned and in other places very different. And that's, that's so cool. And, and I think the disclaimer is we're not professionals and, and we, we're not saying that what we're doing is right or the gospel truth. Mm. This is just our journey and, and hopefully it inspires somebody to, to get out of their comfort zone and, and achieve whatever it is, whether it's a 10 kilometer um, fun run or, or, or it's, I don't mm. know, the Norseman. Uh, <laughs> and if it doesn't thought, inspire someone, it, I'm sure it will give people a bit of a good laugh as well. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe they'll laugh at us and not with us. <laughs> but, but I mean, to answer your question, Christine, so, so where I'm at in my training is, is when I did my half Ironman, I tried to figure out my own training program and it didn't work for me. I like to, I like to fire and forget. So I like somebody to tell me, this is what you have to do. And I wake up in the morning and I just do it. And, uh, and I figured out that that works best for me. So that's one of the things I love about CrossFit compared to going to a normal gym. Yeah, I agree. Where I go and they just tell me what the workout is and I, and I bleed out of my eyeballs for an hour and then I go home and it's fine. Mm. And, uh, and, and it's the same now with, with, with my triathlon training where I found this coach and I'm working with him. So he gives me a program. And what we're doing at the moment is, is we're doing base training, which, um, you know, if you don't know what that is, it's, it's really just getting the mileage in. Mm. Um, what we worked on through winter was speed. And uh, so how do we build speed into the bike? How do we build speed into our running? And that's been amazing for me because suddenly I'm running so much faster than I ever thought I would. And um, yeah, so so I'm, we're, we're launching into a base training phase where I just, I'm building mileage. So exactly like you, building the ability to, to go that longer distance yeah. on the yeah. bike and on my runs. Yeah, and I think that that's what's important here is that um, besides being novices, we all have uh, day jobs as well. I mean, myself, um, I've got quite a demanding um, position at, at a company where which I enjoy. I love doing it. It's part of uh, my growth phase and 
and they also supported me quite a lot um, when I went through my tough uh, periods in life. Um, but the message that we want to get across here to the listeners as well is that you don't have to, first of all, be a millionaire. You don't, first of all, have to um, have uh, 20 hours a day that you can just do whatever you want to. Um, our lifestyles are busy and we are, wherever we can, making a plan. I mean, on Thursday evening, I ran at 8 o'clock at night because there was just not another time. So um, I think what's important to me personally with this journey is these small promises I make to myself, sticking to my daily um, coach plan. Um, I don't want to miss something because I lose momentum and I, it's almost like I break that promise to myself and like tomorrow morning I am going to feel negative because I didn't get to what I need to. But there is things that happen. Kids get sick, um, uh, emergencies that work, uh, etc. There's a lot of things that happens but I think if you are creative enough and committed enough, you'll find a way. And we, mm-hmm. funny enough, you always do. Um, yes, sometimes you maybe don't get enough sleeping, etc. But um, I think if you if you are proactive, um, you can go on this journey. And like Renzo said as well, um, this is our journey. We all started with a 5K fun run way back when. We all started with attempting our first half Ironman or our first uh, marathon, etc. Um, this can hopefully just ignite that thought in, in your mind. Yes, okay, if these three novices can do a full Ironman, what's wrong with me to do my first park run? Mm. Um, what's, what's wrong with me with just walking around the block for my kid each evening? There, there shouldn't be a limit. It shouldn't be this high. Yes, we want you to eventually get there, but that's your journey. If it takes six years and not six months, you decide. And I think also a key word is journey. It's not, it does, this, the final goal isn't just achieved overnight. It is a journey and there's certain steps that you have to work through and there's progress you have to make along the way to get to where we want to be. And my goal with all of this on a personal level is, is to enjoy it, to actually have fun in the training. Like the build up that week before is amazing because I was part of it before, even though I didn't take part in the event. So it's, I mean, I've seconded at Ironman uh, three times. So like just being part of that and participating in the experience and watching people's faces and um, just feeling all that vibe, like that, that on race week is amazing, but even leading up to it now, like I often feel, sure, six months so far away and look where I am now and like how am I ever going to get to the, that point where I need to be for the race? And I just, then I take 10 deep breaths and I slow down and I think, well, every time I go out and do another run, every time I get in the pool and do another swim, every time I get into the sea and do another swim sit, every time I get on my bike, that's one step closer to where I want to be and it's part of this journey. So let me embrace it for what it is. So what if right now I'm only doing about 50 to 60 Ks on the bike? Like next month, it's one step closer to being closer to that final goal. So I think for me, the message is to just see this as a journey and it's it's not supposed to be instantaneous and it is going to take hard work, um, but enjoy it. And I really want to have fun with this. I really, really want to have fun with it and enjoy it and even love the day on the day. I mean, it's going to be sore and hard and... We're going to get tired, but um, really, really excited to sort of bucket list this as one of the most incredible, incredible experiences of my life. Yeah. yeah, while you were speaking, I was reminded of what I'm looking for. So as a part of the journey, uh, I, I have almost a different experience where I'm looking at six months go, oh, I've only got six months left. It's Iron Man and it's such a big deal and it's only six months left and... 
and this week I've been traveling for business and I didn't get pool sessions in and I missed a run yesterday and and, uh, and, and, and so, you know, time times my training is not perfect and, and, and I start panicking, not panicking, but I, I get a little bit concerned about time. Um, and, and so part of my journey is learning to trust the process. Mm-hmm. So stuff will happen and as long as I go back to the training and I'm consistent with the training and of course I have to be 100% committed to the, the training then for me the the day of Ironman is the celebration it's almost like the growth process and the learning about myself and the strengthening of myself and my fitness and all of that happens between now mm-hmm. and the 28th of yes. March 2020 and the 29th of March is my gift to myself to celebrate all of the hard work to get there exactly that's like the party that's the, exactly. <laughs> that's the fun it sounds a bit strange but that's the party yes exactly <laughs> yeah there's some uh, it's more like a runner uh, almost like a runner analogy or i don't know what exactly what you call it but um they're like they're like banking you're banking each training session you're putting funds mm. into that atm and then on race day you're going you've got enough funds in there to um obviously uh t- t- take some out and i think w- w- what's also quite nice the one so you're calling that party money that's what I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah body money. <laughs> <laughs> and and at, on the on race day, that all the ATMs is open for everybody afterwards. <laughs> but but what's also important is, and this one analogy I I heard on a motivational talk is, you can't um, not brush your teeth for six months, and then one day you want to quickly brush it very well. And then think your teeth is going to be healthy. You need to brush your teeth every day for two minutes yeah. to make sure you you remain having healthy teeth. Um, and I think that's what it gets down to, is just that consistency. So even if you obviously we will never be professional athletes because we don't have the time for it. Uh, yes, we do have the talent, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's that consistency and um, and that sometimes takes you out of your comfort zone because it's an eight o'clock in the evening um, run and it's a three o'clock in the morning bicycle ride to start off to get to yeah. work etc. And 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 that's unfortunately what you sometimes have to do. And I think that's why some people are so scared of Ironman because they hear these three o'clock in the morning runs and uh, hundred kilometer cycles etc. But I think as you slowly progress into this fraternity that becomes more of a norm and um, the other people that just sit on the couch and watch TV, we all we almost see them as crazy. Look, look at how much you're wasting your life. So it, it sometimes yeah. it becomes a two-way street. Yeah, absolutely. Did we cover what we're going to speak about in the, in, the, in the podcasts? Yeah, so it was obviously a general discussion that um, there's all in a, an array of topics nutrition, equipment, etc. Um, but we also want to keep it open to the audience to, to reach out to yeah. us and say, guys, please, uh, I've got the biggest issue with um, my nipple chafing while I'm running. Can you guys please have an episode just on chafing cream or nipple uh, plasters or whatever the case might be? So please, the, the audience must, must interact with us. Um, and yeah, then we'll uh, dive deeper into each of these topics and, and just have fun with it and and uh, see what comes out of Absolutely. Awesome, this was fun. Well, I'm, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the journey and I'm looking forward to the podcast journey to, to kind of learn more from you and, and, and to, to kind of yeah, just share where I'm at and, and my mistakes and, and my successes. 
Well, I love a party, so I'm looking forward to the party <laughs> and the awards, the awards dinner the day afterwards where we can all like really just relax and <laughs> kind of reflect on everything. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously there will be a podcast the day after Comrades, uh, which I think is going to. Comrades. <laughs> you mean Iron Man? <laughs> you see, I'm already getting flustered, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I so so Christina, you. Just on that, you were telling us, so not only are you doing Ironman, but you're also doing... So the Unagwaja challenge is, it's historically, there was a gentleman called Phil Masterson Smith, who won Comrades, I think, in 1930 or 1931. And his Zulu name was the Hare, Unagwaja. And... His parents moved to Cape Town, I think the year after that, the year after he won Comrades. As far as I know, he was the youngest person ever to win Comrades. And um, he couldn't afford the, the train fare from Cape Town to Durban to go and run Comrades the following year. So he got on a bike and not our lovely tri-bikes and road bikes that we've got now. It was a 1930s um, passenger type of commuter bike and rode over actually nine days to comrades and did the race um and i think he was in the top 50 i mean then there weren't as many competitors obviously but um the unagwaja is part of the western cape community chest project now so the biggest the reason for unagwaja now is to raise funds for um especially youth-based charities and organizations along the route that we will ride so we leave at the beginning of June and we um, ride um, 10 to 12 days to Durban or to Peter Maritzburg and then we run Comrades as part of the journey. So I'm very, very excited about that. And um, like I said, I, was, I believe all our potential lies on the other side of fear. So Iron Man is the first step in this fear conquering story of mine. Um, and then the next journey after that we'll be tackling the Unagwaja and it's it's strange because I said cycling is my what I consider the area I need to improve in the most and where I think I, I'm very very average and this is going to almost force me now to to focus on maybe just accepting or settling for the fact that I'm not such a strong bike rider and maybe that fear and getting it to the other side will prove me wrong so I think this will will really change uh, change me and in the process obviously doing Ironman it's just conquering one fear after another so I'm really really excited. Renza did, did you hear how calm she was when she said cycle for 10 to 12 days and then uh, oh, no, I noticed and, uh, and this is what I'm thinking like talk about high level performance right so, so we're talking about Ironman and, uh, and Christine just calmly in one year pulls together Ironman and then not even three months later, cycling from Cape Town to Durban, which is, I don't know, what, like 12, uh, to Peter Maritzburg, sorry, which is what, 12, 1300 kilometers? Um, it's, I think the route is 1700. Okay, <laughs> 1700 kilometers. And then running the most famous ultra marathon in the world. Um, just, for, just putting just it out there. This is not going to be a PB, comrades. Um, and I'm actually wanting to gather a group of people together that are, can run with the Unagwaja group on race day to just do, finish under 12 hours. So that is my goal on at comrades because it's, it's just unrealistic to 
I mean, I'm not going to be tapering well at all. Oh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> can 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 uh, can we get in uh, in the in the podcast? Can we get a, a link for the fundraising? Yes. For sure. because it's a fundraiser run, right? Yeah. Yes. Can not we... a race. It's, yes, it's a it's, a, it's, it's an event really and a project as part of something else, yeah. and. Um, so yeah, Renzo, if you want to join that bus um, that will be running on the 14th of June, you're very welcome. I'll, uh, I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to use technology as an excuse to just say, sorry, you broke up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be busy that day. I must check my calendar. We'll, we'll, we'll have a we'll have for Iron Man Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have, um, we'll have breakfast on the 30th of March and we can discuss it. <laughs> Perfect. But Good speaking time. of that, I mean, Kona's coming up in the middle of October um, this year. So, yeah, very excited to watch that and be more inspired than we are right now. Awesome. Great, Lovely. guys. Yeah, this was fun. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to this series and um, let's share these experiences as we go along. Um, I think there's maybe a couple of other crazy stuff that will come up, um, knowing, mm. <laughs> knowing the people around the table. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to episode two. And me, thank you for, for your time. It's been great fun. Remember to always live life. <laughs>